a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, he's knocked the headgear off him. This is Coming up on Footy Talk today, I'm James Graham, your host, joined as always by Connor Watson, special guest Josh Reynolds. He's going to be telling us all about the Bulldogs' run into the 2014 Grand Final. And we'll also be talking about the vibe at the Roosters. Hello and welcome to another edition of Footy Talk, a listener podcast. I'm James Graham, joined as usual by Connor Watson and in for the great GI, we've got Josh Reynolds. Hello, Josh, James. how are we going? I'm great. I was very excited, mate. I've I done it the show once before without you, but now you're here. I'm how on. was it without him? Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, but no, I always love having a chat with you, mate, especially with a few of your abbreviations of words and stuff. So it should be a good day. Mate. Yeah, look look forward to that. Connor Watson, how are you, mate? Fresh in from a new tattoo. Yeah, I just got a tattoo actually on the back of the shoulder. It's for this uh, project called In Pieces. So it's for suicide awareness from the Chumpy Pullen Foundation, which is pretty cool. But yeah, so that's why I was running a little bit late, but it's good to be here. That's it's good all right, to mate. see you, Grub, too, mate. It's been a, been a long time. I know. I know, yeah, I wouldn't have seen you in ages. We Probably didn't, since you even went year. to Super League, I Yeah, reckon, before, so. yeah. yeah. It's good to see you, man. It's good Always, to see you too. Yeah, I'm sure our listeners will be really intrigued to, for you to play catch-up <laughs> and all that. Maybe do this off the air. Sorry, right. mate. Sorry, James. Uh, oh, it's Connor, a show. We forgot. Connor, the Roosters are back. Five in a row. Like, we... I'd put the line through them. I think most most people got the red pen out, thought they were done. It's been a magnificent turnaround in form. Without Jared, we are Hargraves. Your middle all stood up last week. How's the vibe in the camp over there at Easts? Yeah, well, I was just saying the last time we did this show, Jim, was I think uh, I'd said that the Roosters were going to win every game and then make the finals, but we lost the next week. So I was thinking we couldn't actually make it, and then we just went on a mad run. So it's been pretty cool to be around the joint. Everyone's obviously pumped, and nothing's really changed as far as, like, the footy and training. And we were training really well and sort of doing all the right things. We just weren't getting the results on the weekend and clicking in games. But I think having Sam Walker back the last couple of weeks has, has been really good. And, you know, our forwards forwards have done just a good job of of laying a platform. And then, um, yeah, Luke Keery's been in some great form too, the little master. So, yeah, the boys are good. Cheese has come. He's been in some really good form too. He's um, looking fit, playing some big minutes as well, which which helps. And then like, Rad is playing 80 minutes every week. So he's a freak. You speak about that connection piece, the desperation and the will for one another against South Sydney last week in the early part of that second half. I was just waiting for South to score. Mm. But you just kept turning up. You'd swarm them. They'd find an offload and bang the Roosters players on top. It was great to see. But the form book, I think, for finals, it can go out the window, (laughs) can't it, Josh? Thinking back to 2014 when... uh, the Bulldogs, we played the Gold Coast Titans in the last round mm. of the regular season, lost that game, finishing seventh, playing the Melbourne Storm. It was we were just there to make up the numbers. We were. Do we do you want to skip past that Gold Coast game or, or is that we, the game where you 
threw the ball into touch, ran into the dressing room, uh, and Jim Dimmock had to come and get you out because you'd given away a penalty for a deliberate forward pass. That was the game. That was the game. Yeah. Uh, our, mate, our good mate, Josh Jackson, his favourite moment of my career. <laughs> That's his favourite. I played with him for however long, six or so years, defending next to him. Tackled for him his whole career. <laughs> and that's his favourite moment, mate. It was, yeah. What'd you do? It's hard to explain, isn't it? But you have to watch uh, it. Uh, was it half time and you threw it out forward? Or yes. was it, yeah. Do you mean it? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, being in the middle of the field, he throws it out, runs off, <laughs> Gold Coast tap. <laughs> kick the ball to, like, put on a shift play, kick the ball to one side, bat back, kick the ball to the other side of the field, double kicks, mm. we're in full scramble mo mode. Meanwhile, Josh Rounds is sat in. Having his hard time. Sprinted across, <laughs> sprinted back. But yeah, Save Jimmy, the try. Jimmy Dimmick literally was like, what the, are you doing? Get back out there. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? It's sweet. <laughs> Mind you, the game's still going and we'll go a bit further into that. James, Obviously, being our captain, our, our leader, and I love him. He was one of the best leader I probably... Oh, I wasn't skipper at that stage. Oh, you weren't? No. But you were no. a leader in the team. Yeah, very, you know, he, he leads by example. Mm. And um, He showed. What were we? Were we down by... We were up by a fair bit? We, we were up by 18 or six, 16 or 18. Mm. And the Titans started to come back. Like, try. Titans try. Titans try. Titans try. Was under the post to the left yeah, of the yeah, post? Yeah, just to the left just of the post. Just to the left and of the post. So I think it was 16 all. 16, conversion to 16 come. 16 all kick to come. If how you, if how it, long left? No, but it was Not, done. No, was pretty done? much done. Oh, to win. So the Titans to win the game. Yeah. So And then James has stumbled into the to the huddle. And what was it? What did you say, mate? Exact words. Exact words. <laughs> I think I said to the something along the lines of, I've wrote this season off. Read it off. Mind, <laughs> you, we're, mind you, we're still in the semis. still got the finals <laughs> yeah, next week. But it was... Nah, I've ridden it off. And then I forget who it was, was like, what do you mean you've ridden it off? Yeah, we lost this game, but we're still the semis no, the next game week. Still, the game was still going up. Then they missed the conversion. It was like, oh, hang on a minute. And we, <laughs> I've ridden I the mean, season off. Nah, it is, it is accent. No, I've ridden it off. We're done. Mate, believe it or not, I had an ability to lose my head. Yeah. Uh, my head <laughs> believe fell it or off. Not. Um, sometimes you've got to hit rock bottom. To yes. before you come back. And for me, that was just hitting We had wrong. a little like, was I like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. sh like shut up, mate. Like, I think you, like, you can't like, say that. Nah. I was like, mean? well, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. It's over. Oh, mate. But then I think like the fact that we lost that game, uh, like, because the, the Titans, they had nothing to play for. I, I think it helped bring us closer together. And then it was Mission Impossible going down to Melbourne. Mm. Like literally the bookmakers, the, the press, it was just like, mm. don't even bother going. You know, the questions being asked legitimately were, will you stay down in Melbourne on the Sunday for Mad Monday? Mm. Yeah. And we were I like, well, like, who was asking you this? The media? Oh, just, that's how oh, bad media. everyone like, thought. I don't know if the boys were like, what are we doing after? <laughs> I'd, already, I'd already booked the boat. For Monday, <laughs> no, it was, mate, it was honestly like, it was impossible to beat Melbourne in Melbourne then too. It was mm. one of those, like, still is now hard to win. But yeah. to go down there, first semi when they're flying, Second verse seventh. Seventh, yeah. I think it no, was. No, it was before they changed seventh. it. No, it was because before they changed it. That's why it was such a big, like, big win. Really? It Were was. they second? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't the new one. It wasn't the new. It wasn't. Nah, two thousand and what? Nah, six forty seven in twenty fourteen. Six forty seven. Yeah. 
We'll go with second V7. Yeah, yeah that's a way better story. Hey, yeah, but no, no, a little bit, a little bit of GST. Hey, let never let the truth get in the way of a good story. So we went down to Melbourne, right? We're coming up against second. Come on, Charlie. What's he done? Yeah, yeah. Let's have that. But mate, Timmy, no one's gonna fuck Timmy Lafay ripped them apart on fire. Yeah, we we like we just went with an attitude of like, ah, backs against the wall. You want to see a response? That's cool, I, mate. Like cool literally game. six days ago. No, sorry, seven days ago. You know, we travel to the Gold Coast, come back. The season, season ridden off. The season put a line through. <laughs> put, put, we, we put our own line for us and we we fought back and we, we played in the GF that day. But it's just, a, I think it's a, an important story to say that teams like Canberra Raiders, not many people giving them a chance and that can play into their hands, especially with mm. a guy like Ricky Stewart. Criminal Sharks, not many people giving them a chance against, I'm not quite sure where they're at on the, the favourites tag, but... I'm personally going with Roosters, but yeah. the Sharks are, for a phrase, they're making up the numbers according to a lot of people and that'll just galvanise that group and mm. be interesting to see which one or two of those teams outside the top four can get a grip of this final series and then in two or three weeks' time, we're like, what was behind the turnaround <laughs> of this team? Would you say the Chooks are in that position? How do you feel, Conan? Like, it's been obviously a weird, weird year. Mm. He's a premiership Favourites, if not one or two at the start. Yeah. And now you're rolling in how many on the trot? Four. Five. Five on the trot. How do you how do you feel? You you've all and a few of the boys too of one GFs know what it's all about. You'd be confident, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, th I think the boys are confident. I think been having to play finals footy for the last five weeks. Like we've spoke about that. It's been do or die for the last five weeks, every game. So in our minds, we've sort of been playing that style of footy for the for the last five weeks and it's worked for us. So I think the boys are confident. Obviously, the Sharks are a good football side. We know what they're capable of. But if we can play our best footy, like I, I believe we'll beat them. The, the way that we defend and the pressure and all of that stuff. The key, the, the key with the Sharks' attack is, you know, you give them space. They've got guys that will kill you. I reckon the question that the Roosters need to ask themselves will be, what, what have we been doing this for the past five weeks for? Like, why have we done that? Why did we beat South and turn up like we did against South Sydney last week? Was it to come here and make up the numbers? Was it was it to knock South out? Are we happy with that? Like, what have we been on this journey for over the past five, six weeks? It's to play finals and make a difference. That's that's what you've got to ask yourself. And and that's, for me, why I think it's advantage Roosters. Yes, the Sharks have got their trials and tribulations going on about they can't beat top eight teams. And, you know, they went out in straight sets last final series. But for the Roosters, like, what are we here for? What, what have we done what we've done? Mm. It's as simple as that. And, and you know what Robbo's like, the way he speaks. You, you guys have obviously seen it. The mindset going in is like, it's not about us finishing seventh. It's not even a thought. It's just, all right, take this game on. Worry about that. And then that's all we've done. Just as cliche as it is, it's annoying like talking about, you know, week by week. And mm. But we've had to do that because if we lost any games in the last five weeks, we would have been out. And then even going into South, it wasn't about them. It was just about us. Because mm. there was enough, like, you know, there was enough external noise about then we always knew that they were going to try and show up and with fire because prove a lot of people wrong, but it was just about focusing on us. And yeah, it's the same thing going down to Shark Park. It's away from home. There's been a lot said about that, but all we can control is we'll just turn up and play, play them in, in the car park if we have to. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny though, like yeah, you, you mentioned before, well, nothing's changed when we're, when we're losing. Like, and then everyone thinks train harder. There's a bit going on in that. At a club we used to play at the moment. No, honestly, train harder. What's different? What happened? Sometimes that's what it, it's, it's, you don't know. And people want to know and you don't. 
Mm. Got, is that how you feel? Yeah, there's like? no, there's no clear answer. No. There's no like secret. It's like, oh, we're gonna like get a, the secret. get the secret. They don't to care. Win. Well, no, you. We do care. We're just not winning. Winning solves everything. Yeah, yeah. winning That's, solves everything, and it's contagious too. Once you, it, once yeah, you get infectious, it, contagious. It's and it just becomes changes a habit, every, right? Yeah, well, the confidence that comes with it. Well, just makes you a completely different football side. So. Speaking of winning being a habit, that segues us nicely into this evening's game between the Brisbane Broncos and the Melbourne Storm. It's 14 games that the Storm have beaten the Brisbane Broncos. Obviously, I think Brisbane are a different beast. There's players within that run. You know, The, the squads would be completely different from if you were to go back 14 games ago. This Brisbane team is completely different. I think they're slight favourites, but there is a psychological effect there. I don't think Cameron Munster's ever lost to the Brisbane Broncos. I don't think Jerome Hughes has ever lost to the Brisbane Broncos. I don't think Harry Grant has either. It's not necessarily about those teams that haven't beaten the Melbourne Storm or those players that haven't beaten the Melbourne Storm. It's about some of those Storm players that have never lost. I think there's two ways to look at this. Do you go into a game thinking, like, no, we'll never beat these guys? It's, it's oh. subconscious. Right? You reckon? Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, even all the cool. talk, yeah, cool. I reckon it's the subconscious. You know, you chill yourself. Mate, yeah. I don't care. But there's something there. Eh? There is something. You're right. You're right. It and, is, and no, is something. No, no joke. I, I've spoke to a bookmaker about this. And they take that into consideration. They really? take bogey teams in. You know, they, the form guide and obviously the wins, losses, who's in, who's out, recent performances. <laughs> That's but they crazy, look at man. bogey teams because there is the, 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 and, and bookmakers don't like to muck around. <laughs> so there's no, clearly no. something in it. Well, I only got four fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what was the big one years ago? Dragons in Canberra. For years they couldn't win down there. Was it? I think something. And that like I just always used to think, why? Yeah. Like, what is it? Well, even but, with the home ground advantage, so the Sharks playing at home, what is going to affect the Roosters' task? Or anybody playing at Shark Park, the task, what's task relevant information? Is it the crowd or where it is? It's a piece of grass mm. or it's a field. The measurements are the same, but there is the, the psychology, the subconscious, it all plays mm. a part in yeah, this great, you know, the emotion of occasion, yeah. even having that crowd behind you in, in the game. But this is why I think for Brisbane Broncos, when they face adversity on Friday night, which they will, the crowd's got to lift them. It's going to be a packed house up there. That, I think, can be a, a distinct advantage playing at home against literally no storm supporters. It's going to be huge for Brisbane. Mm. It's, it is interesting. I just, you're right. And, and and on the other, you were talking about the other way. It'd be in months, the back of Munster's head. I've never lost to these guys. Mm. You, do, you, do you boys have like... Has Munster ever even lost at that stadium? Suncourt. That's how good like Melbourne... <laughs> Have been for so long. After the weekend, I don't think Cheese has lost to um South Sydney either. Like that's how good well, Melbourne cheese, have been cheese, for. A, cheese has good... ne two... never lost to Brisbane. Cheese has never lost to Brisbane. No, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, be, before play, this season, he yeah. never lost to Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge, man. Mm. It's actually, I, I, for me personally, I always used to find I. I don't know if it was the way teams defended or whatever. Like, there were some teams that I felt more confident against. Yeah. Like, they'd hang off you a bit more. Like, you'd say the Roosters with the pressure. Mm. Like, you feel that pressure as a half, people coming after. But then sometimes they'd be like, all right, I'm going to be able to dig into the line a bit more today or drift across field a little bit more. They're, they're confident people, aren't they? Mm. Like, and yeah. so they should be. They're, they're, you're right. There'd be something in the back of their subconscious that it's just like, nah, we got this tonight. Really interested to see the plan that Coach Bellamy has got for his players in dealing with Reese Walsh. He's been one of the form players this year. Come from the Warriors, a few question marks around him. He's dominated the NRL. 
dominated Origin. Now it's finals time. Everyone's Jake. looking to him. It's like, awesome. what can the Melbourne Storm tactically do to negate the impact of Reese Walsh? Well, it's hard because, you know, we talk about inside pressure and that's what you normally do with those players. But he's so quick. He just skips it and beats it a lot of the time. You got to, I guess, land early out the back when you're a center mm -hmm. going through the layer. Like you've got to land on him while he's got the ball in his hands when you're jamming. But otherwise you give him too much time. He's found that winger time and time again this year. There's been so many tries scored by Brisbane wingers where he's just, he's found them long too. So yeah, you've just got to be on your task. Eh? You can't, you can't give him a split second because he'll nail it and he's done it time and time again. And yeah. Might even be a bit of a game of chess going on there over over on those edges. Maybe Broncos will counteract the overcompensation and jam on Walsh and just play short. Yeah, and get the Storm defense guessing. It's it's really it's going to be really interesting to watch how those those battles go. I think Melbourne they may even change their kick plan so that Walsh needs to catch and then give him the treatment. We all know Melbourne can be the master of the dark arts. Mm, yeah. It's not necessarily about where your best kick is for the team. It's <clears> about <throat> what can we inflict on Reese Walsh yeah. within the rules of the game, no, but they can go look and people don't like to hear about this, but you go, go with the mindset of we want to hurt this person because that's the only way he can then not be able to tap into his ability later on down the track. I feel you're right, mate. With Reese Walls, I feel the teams that have gone good against him, you have to win field position because your last, your kick on last is huge. You want to try as much as you can, what you always want to do, but be in your 40 shake and bomb him. I don't like it on the floor with him. I don't like it when I've never seen a bloke skip to a center as good. Yeah. Without doing anything. How does he do it? And just then, electric. Going back to what you said about jamming him, you have to because double Ding him as a half. It's not happening. Mm. I've honestly, anyone I've never seen do it better. It's just, it's just that little skip, that one skip, and he's gone. And then, then that puts that center under. And if there's a, a position that Melbourne Storm aren't as strong as what they possibly could be, it's in the center positions with uh, Remus Smith uh, and Olam not playing. It's Tonema Pierre and Seve in the centers. Now, you look for mismatches. I think there's those two are going to have to have the game of their lives defensively mm. to stop Reese Walsh if Melbourne Storm are any chance of winning. Is it what happened to what happened to Olin? Is he that was he that He's bad this year? Cup, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. He, I don't know. Like I mate, strange I, I love him. It is, same. Yeah. He carries out a yardie. He's been one of my Black favorite players. Like you'd think as well, with the fear that he puts in people, Reese Walsh might need to look where he is. And that yeah. half a look just ah he gone. It is it is I've, it. I've dropped the ball. Yeah. Or yeah. I'm not half a step ahead. But it'll be interesting to see. It's going to be what a great game to kick off these final series. We'll be back to discuss more final stuff right after this. Hello and welcome back to Footy Talker Listener Podcast. Like we said, kicking off all things finals. Uh, Josh, all things at the Bulldogs. Um, how's the mood been in the camp? Obviously, there's been a lot of um, stories coming out uh, what's your take mean on uh, on the situation there yeah look mate I think every single story that's come out is obviously as the journalists do there's always a bit of GST with, with, with it look it's not great I'll be honest like for me it kills me to read these articles because I love the place so much and some people whoever's doing this if it is someone within the club yeah it sucks mm. what are you doing honestly if you even if you've been told to, to move on or, or whatever's happened or I got told to move on and I grew up there 
But it's just, it is what it is. It's 40 these days. You just got to get used to it. Why start stuff before you got to go? The club's still going to be there for a long time. They've given you a chance. Yeah, it hasn't worked out, but that's footy. It happens every day. Footy, work, everything. People always get told. And it really just just hurts me that, it, that it's going on. Because now, now we're getting questioned, oh, they're not like training and stuff. What do you mean? That's what our club's built on. Mm. From the first day you got there, how hard, how hard was it? Mm. Honestly. Not even learn to love it. You've just got to love it. You like enjoy working hard. The tougher it gets, the harder you go. Because incredibly difficult. The game's hard. The game's hard. But also like, especially with, with, with Belmore and you do, you represent a community, a community that works hard, that have done it tough. They're built on hard, like it's built on hard work. So it, it is difficult, like you say, to, to hear these stories. I've got to say, I think the, the club and the people at the that are steering the ship are doing as much as they possibly can. You know, there's been some allegations about m- mental health. The, 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 the club do all they can to, to cover as much ground as possible with mental health. We all know people don't speak up enough. So an institution, an organization, anywhere, they may not know these things that are happening. I think it's important we have these conversations so people know. Has this year been great? Absolutely not. The defense at times, it looks like they threw in the towel at times and, mm. and gave up. But I think, you know, with what they're trying to build there, it's about building a football club. And I know the resources that they're putting into pathway systems. In short, New South Wales Corp is back after a long time that was gone. They, you know, they contracted the Mounties. Well, the Bulldogs need a New South Wales Cup team. Yeah. To ensure that this doesn't happen again and they can circle up in that upper echelon of the league. It's hard because every single other organization, there's 17 of them now that are all trying to do the same thing and then likely extend the franchise out to one or maybe three more. So the competition has never been harder in terms of driving those standards, driving that player recruitment. But the Bulldogs, I, I back them all the way. Yeah, and so do I, mate. And that's, I, it's hard this year too because but obviously because Ciro come from Penrith, our defence is getting compared to Penrith's defence. Penrith have been together for how long, those blokes? Couldn't tell you. What is it? Cleary, Luai, they've all come through the system. They've all played, defended. As you know, continuity in defensive lines, attack, it, it, it's everything. But all of a sudden, we have to be the best because it's, Penrith are meant to be the best in Syria come from there straight away. It's unrealistic. Yeah. It honestly is. Not not one of those guys have given up on the field. Not one of those guys. I played with them. No one gave up. But it might look like that sometimes, but it's not giving up. But then when people are questioning, you know, like how hard we're working and, you know, the club with the mental, you know, with the mental health stuff, it's the best club in the world. I've, I'm always getting asked everything, like all the time. I think some people throwing those questions out there got to ask, you know, are they doing it to other people? When you see articles and, about people and whatnot, is that good for people's mental health? You know exactly what I'm talking about. So it's just one of those things, mate. It, it's really killing me. It's hard because you just don't know what to do sometimes. Yeah, well, they've got they've got some some good cattle coming in for next year. Some people that know how to win can prepare to win. I think we'll see a, a marked improvement, but also success isn't this escalator up. It it goes up. It peaks. It troughs doesn't just you don't just get on this sliding scale and you know it's just incremental improvements time and time again sometimes you win sometimes you lose it bounces up and down so we've got all that to contend with anyway on to finals i want to know from you two your favorite finals moments con i'll start with you i think my favorite finals moment probably one that uh, i was involved in it was when the roosters reversed the broncos back in 2017 and you remember when latrell made that line break 
and ran like the length of the field to win the game or not the length of the field, about 40 meters. I think he might've palmed off James Roberts and then burnt the fullback. Was that Allianz? Yeah, right. No. Yeah, to put us into no. the prelim. It was epic. How good. Yeah, and I was just running up watching this freak <laughs> of nature just throw someone off and then beat the fullback. And <laughs> yeah, it was sick. I was like, I think that was my first finals campaign. So that was probably my first, that was my first finals game too. That's so that was pretty epic actually. How good is, is a finals campaign? It's so cool. Even mm. great. Like for me, mate, I was thinking about this like the finals for me have been us have been tormenting, haven't they? You know, yeah. two grand finals, two losses. Sucks. Mm. Unfortunately, I sometimes think of it as a bad thing, which which is really bad. But in saying that, like, you know, we spoke about it before, that game in Melbourne was probably one of the best games I've ever been a part of, how we just clicked. Nothing went wrong. And to beat Melbourne in Melbourne and, yeah, I didn't, you know, there was a few players in Melbourne. Like, we would just, just have good battles. But um, <laughs> I'll tell you one thing I remember, the finals week in Belmore, what a week, man. Mm. Is it going to compare it to anything? That's, like that that road, like Bellwood Road, mate. Like honestly, the yeah. most. With, and that's the thing we talk about. We play for that area, right? And they're just so passionate. Everything they do, they block off the streets. They don't, not even the cops. And mate, <laughs> like I'm. Actually, I got a good finals moment. Quick, just quickly. It was not not in, even in footy. So I used to live literally 100 meters from like the main street of Belmore. Yeah, Prince. We were playing in the grand. We were playing in the grand final. I think it was 14. And mate, you could still hear the drums going off. And I just said to my mate, like. Let's go for a drive down there. I just want to see it. Anyway, we're, we're driving through and, mate, the streets blocked off thousands and thousands of people and a guy, like, sees in the window. And he's like, <laughs> Reynolds! And, mate, the guy literally pulls me out of the car. This is when Des was the coach too and I was just, like, crapping myself. If Des sees me down here in the middle of the street, like, on shoulders and that. But, mate, cool experience, man. Um, that's probably, yeah. I, Did they all chair you? Mate, it was... <laughs> So, yeah, hey, got mate, you know, go. he, kept, he went down every night of the week. Me and my mate said, oh, should we just go, we just go for a drive? You know, he's like, he went down his full kit. Windows open. Windows open. I'm here. I'm here. Look, I'm back. By Thursday, they were like, mate, can you get to bed? Like we'll look after We've the got a game to play. <laughs> so they're doing it all week, were they? That's cool, man. No, honestly, man. Yeah, he was doing it all yeah, week yeah. as well. There was, there was only yeah. started off at ten people, five hundred, a thousand. Nah, cool though. Cool experience, man. Yeah, good time. It's all right, well that just about wraps us up for Footy Talk. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>